welcome. Welcome to the Larry Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in another week, another day, another dollar, another moment passing time. Uh, appreciate you being here. First things first. Uh, if you haven't yet, go pick up a copy of The Petty Principles. Um, it's nice finally having a uh, product, you know, because that's one thing I've always struggled with is because I didn't want to bombard people with some bullshit that I don't believe in or start selling like affiliate codes and stuff like that. But a uh, cool thing about this book is that it's all my thoughts. It's all my my dearest thoughts put in one thing. And uh, most people follow me based off the things that I've, the thoughts that I've written, right? Like my tweets and shit like that. So why wouldn't you buy... Uh, the thing with all my thoughts written in it. The one place. This is the one place where I can't be censored, bro. This is the one one thing that exists. Uh, it even it even feels good, dude. This one looks gross on camera, but yeah, go cop that. And sorry, I still sound all congested, bro. I can't help it, man. I think I have pneumonia. I think I have some shit that would have killed uh killed people back in like the 1880s. Um, I think it's time to nuke China, bro. I don't know what the fuck they gave butthole Biden, dude. How is it that this 90-year-old guy recovered within five days and I'm this strapping fucking German master race and I am still just dying. I feel like I got water in my lungs, dude. I'll be laying there at night. Just, <gasps> you know? Then, of course, everybody's got some remedy. I think the dumbest thing I've ever done is I put on my Instagram page just saying like, hey, what's something that helped you guys heal? I got... Dude... I'm pretty sure somebody told me to eat dog feces, you know? Like everybody coming out of the way, which I asked for it. It's my bad, dude. And also put a thing up there. This is why you never just ask people what to do. You just always stick with your gut and do your thing and plow forward. Because if you start taking way too much outside influence, uh, whatever you're doing, is just going to be absolute butt cheeks. Because if somebody had a good idea, they'd be doing it themselves, you know? Who gives away their own great ideas? Nobody. So when you ask people for input, then they start giving you advice. It's like, no, because if that was a good idea, they'd be doing it. That's honestly one of my biggest pet peeves when somebody's like, oh, bro, you know, you should talk about... No, maybe you should talk about that. I don't know. Maybe I got a bad attitude about... I've always kind of had a bad attitude about collaboration in general. I just like doing things my way, bro. Uh, that's why I became, you know, so I always had trouble putting together bands and shit. I'd write songs, but be like, oh, I don't like that. And be like, well, then what do you want to do? And then they'd have nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shit's lit. Uh, I know I have a bad attitude. It's okay. I know why. I know why I'm starting to come to grips with uh, why people dislike me and it's okay. Uh, but truly, you know, who doesn't want to just be loved? Who doesn't just want to be universally loved? But I get it, dude. I get it. I understand when people dislike me because um, a lot of times, I don't know how to say this without being a big douche, but like sometimes, and it's rare, I'm not going to lie, it's becoming more and more rare. But sometimes I'll step into a room and I'll be, I'll be faced with somebody where I just realize, okay, I am intellectually and life experience and everything else. Um, I'm punching out of my league. This person knows things that I don't know. They have a better, like that's how I felt when I interviewed Bobby Sausalito. Um, 
you know, and like two years ago, I would have had to check my own ego because I would have been like, oh, fuck this guy. But now I've, I'm, I'm enough over that hump to where when somebody is, when I do realize like, okay, I just need to shut the fuck up around this person. I can swallow, I can swallow my own pride and just realize I'm the fucking idiot and I just need to sit there and open up my ears and, uh, you know, and, and I like that. I, I like, I'm trying to surround myself more with people where uh, they inspire me and give me that feeling. But a lot of times, dude, uh, a lot of times and this, you know, you can take this how you want, but a lot of times I don't feel like that. I don't feel like there's somebody in the room that's going to be putting me in my place or tell me anything that I don't want to hear. So then the logical explanation for that, unless I'm just completely delusional, is that I give people a pretentious type vibe or something like that because, um, yeah, and it makes people feel uncomfortable. It makes people feel uncomfortable when you do the work on yourself. When you start emanating a certain, uh, you know, when you start carrying yourself in a way where you let people know, like, I don't give a fuck what you think about me, it makes, it makes them feel a certain way. And, uh, it kind of sucks. You know, I wish everybody could just be kind of supportive of each other, but I, I thoroughly enjoy when I'm in the presence of somebody that makes me realize I need to shut the fuck up. Um, so yeah, dude, I, I know why people dislike me, dude. I'm not stupid. Um, like I said, I wish they would all love me. I wish they would all just embrace me, but who does? And it's just, a. Uh, you know, people's like before, before that, before I ever opened my mouth, some would be like, Oh no, he's an idiot. Like somebody's telling me how this chick was talking about, uh, how, how, I, how do I, s- basically that this, this comedy club owner just doesn't even know me. And she's like, Oh, well he's an idiot. Well, it's like, you know what? Sorry. I'm not, sorry. I'm not fucking ugly. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but even though I probably lost like 15 pounds from this fucking COVID shit, but, um, yeah, dude, people just, uh, you know, people make assumptions. It's like how the prom queen chick always has drug problems. So when you, when you're in like comedian circles and shit like that, if you don't appear homeless and you don't have like major mental issues, uh, people just kind of hate you because it makes them feel a certain way about themselves. And, Nobody ever will ever say anything to you. Nobody will ever say anything negative to you that isn't a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So uh, that's why I try to big people up, dude. Cause I'm trying to love myself. Um, and I'm sweating my dick off in this jersey right now. I don't even know. I think this is. I know it's a kicker. I forget his name. I think it's Hauschka. Seahawks, dude. Guess what, man? Uh, this is. <laughs> I'm kind of homesick, dude. Straight up, I I miss I miss my dearest Seattle, bro. It's the same thing when I lived in LA in the early 2010s. Uh, just kind of reached a point where you know LA was different, and I was in a different scene. I was in a different point in my life, and it was hard too because I I look back home and all my friends were turning 21, and just so I was living this this life and having this experience that not a lot of people will have. But then also I'd be looking at my friends back home and just seeing like the normal shit that they were doing. And I felt so left out and I was so fucking homesick. Um, and now it's like, I don't really look at what anybody else is doing. I just kind of look at what <laughs> I'm doing. And Texas has been really great to just get away from 
the crazy riots and people stealing and getting away from like, you know, the like personal situations that I was in, just like getting the fuck away and like starting a whole new life. But, um, man, the Northwest is just so ingrained in me, dude. It is just so ingrained in me, man. I just, I, I, uh, there, there's a song by Macklemore called the town. And I listened to that the other day in the car and I just wanted to cry, bro. <laughs> I know it sounds dramatic, dude, but, uh, yeah, it was just like another, it was like 105 degrees. It's just, just like flat and hot out here. You know, it's just basically a big party city unless you're partying. I mean, it's, there's just an unlimited supply of, uh, far right Latinas and just like skinny blonde bitches with big boobs. Um, but it's just something about the Northwest, man. And it's like, you know, it's like home, you know, my, my buddy, Alan, he was from here. He's from Texas. And when he was in Washington, he always be talking about Texas. Um, and you know, be like, dude, what's, what's so good. It's like Sandy cheeks and SpongeBob was like, what's so good about dumb old Texas. But it's just like, you know, your, your home is your home. And, uh, I will never forgive the troglodytes. I will never forgive them for their peaceful protesting and ruining the place, dude. Oh man, the air, the water, the people, the stuff, the sports. I don't even like sports, but just going to the game again, fucked up at a Mariners game. Do you know what I would give to be on Captain Big Dick's boat in like a nice 85 degree weather with, with the breeze pulling fucking salmon out of the ocean and uh, then going back and going to Ballard and grabbing a beer? Do you know what I'd give to do that tomorrow? A lot. But then again, then as soon as I'm there, then the, then the weather's going to change. I'm like, oh man, I miss Texas. I miss my far right Latinas. People are just never happy, dude. So I need to get rich as fuck so I can just stay on the move though, you know? I think that's the goal. If you can just stay on the move. Oh, at least that's my, at least that's my goal. God, dude, I, I literally feel like I'm drowning, dude. I think I have pneumonia. It's probably brutal to even uh, listen to it, dude. But yeah, if I went back to Seattle, it'd be cool for the next month. Um, but then I'd be like, I need to get back to hunching Latinas. <laughs> I need to get back down to Texas where the food is spicy. The weatherful's weather is beautiful. And we get to hunch and far right Latinas, dude. I need to clear something up, bro. There's this big misconception that I only like far right Latinas. No, that's not true. I'm just saying that it's a far right Latina summer and we need to admire them and lift their voices and stick up for them. And, you know, they are the most beautiful creatures, but that doesn't mean that I don't like skinny blonde bitches with big titties who are also crazy right wingers. Any beautiful woman that is just packing a huge gun in her purse, like, I mean, come on, dude. I'm not discriminating, bro. Just because just because I like apples doesn't mean I don't like oranges. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm saying that far-right Latinas are beautiful doesn't mean that crazy right-winger blonde chicks aren't beautiful as well. You know what I'm saying? I can like football and I can also like basketball. It's just a different mood, you know? Sometimes... I feel like fucking around with the crazy right wing Latina and be scared of my life that I'm going to get stabbed. And then sometimes I want to go hang out with some blonde bitch who's going to bake a pie. 
you know, and like not spice the food too much and make my tummy hurt because my tummy's always hurting because I got this fucked up IBS shit and I don't know what to do about it. And it's going to make me, I'm telling you, dude, I'd be the president by now if I didn't have a stomach ache every day. If I didn't feel like I was going to, if my whole life didn't revolve around where I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> if I didn't have to worry about shitting my britches when I'm a hunch in far right Latinas. If you do not, if you have like zero health issues, consider yourself, you are rich. I, w- I would, not that I have much to give, but I would give up everything I've ever had and never will have. Like I would live below the poverty line just to never have a stomach ache ever again or never feel like I'm going to shit my britches when I'm trying to hunch far right Latinas and right winger blonde skinny bitches with big titties. You know, <laughs> uh, how long have we been doing this podcast, dude? You know, we've already done over 150 episodes. How crazy is that? Eventually, when this thing really, really catches wildfire, I can go back and throw automated ads on all the episodes. And then when it finally reaches the masses, uh, we got to get breaded up, dude. Um, I wish there were, I wonder, you know, besides, it's not fair that there's not a thing for men, like for women, how there's being a stripper or having an OnlyFans. Like for guys, it's all, it's all illegal shit you got to be doing. And I don't want to, I don't want to ever jeopardize my freedom, but I just need, I need like a bunch of capital up front right now to like fund a bunch of stuff I want to do. And like I said, I really don't want to go to jail. Uh, I have no, like I said, I'd rather be poor on the outside than go to jail for like selling drugs or something like that, you know? Like, I wish I could just let my titties flop out on a camera. I wish I could sit here and be like, hi, fucking bobble around my titties and make $100,000 and have that to invest in like a bunch of marketing for my book or something. Um, just for, dude, I had a meme deleted today. It was basically a picture of a guy who had his face like uh, face level with another guy's asshole. And then uh, the caption was, when you get a conservative meme removed off Instagram and you want to celebrate your friend. And it instantly, it was like 15 seconds it deleted it for nudity. It's like, oh, you can't show the front of buttocks. And you couldn't even see the ass. of You couldn't even see this dude's ass. You just saw the back of this dude's head. But you could tell that he was eating the dude's ass. But then, you know, I get on Instagram and then my whole explore page is just, you can literally see the fucking star cookie, like the, the ripples of a chick's butthole. And they don't give a fuck. I mean, I'd rather see that too, but also have some consistency, you know? These fucking social media companies, dude. It's bad. One of the people that have done the censoring ever, I don't know. And the fact that you can just remove something off the internet that you don't like is so crazy. I mean, our great grandparents were jumping out of airplanes to go fight Germans with bowl cuts. And then now these kids, they can get upset about something they see on the internet. You know, if you see something you don't like, you just move the fuck on. And for the fact that, like, the fact that you can report things is just so crazy to me, dude. It's just wild, bro. Like, you are free willingly looking at somebody's page. And then, like, if you're not following somebody, you shouldn't be able to report something. Just go away from it. You know, like, yeah, we want to protect our community, dude. I'm fuck everybody, man tired of all these people bitching. I saw this clip of this guy. I think his name is something gets. I can't remember. I don't even pay attention to politics. Okay. 
If it, the only thing I pay attention to is the shit I see with my eyes. So if you're sending me a bunch of articles of politicians and stuff like that, I really don't know anything about it. I only talk about the shit I see with my eyes. That's why when anybody wants to argue with me about politics and they send me some article, it's like, dude, I'm literally only talking about the things I experience. So there's no empirical evidence that's going to change the way I view the world because I'm only talking about my experiences. I don't give a fuck what Google says. I'm talking about my experiences. But anyways, there's this guy... Uh, and he said that like all the women at the abortion rallies are just fat and disgusting. And then the interviewer said, what if that's offensive? He says, so what? Let him be offended. And that's how we need to go about these things, dude. That is the attitude right there. Just saying, fuck them all, dude. And it doesn't matter who and what and where and what they believe in, what creed of person. It doesn't matter, dude. If people are offended, like literally just fuck them. I don't care. I don't know who I'm more sick of. It's just these ugly, dumb, low IQ people that are pissed off and offended about everything or like these like young teenage black kids that are just looting and stealing, acting like they don't have to follow the law and think everything is racism every time they get stopped in their tracks for fucking looting a store and jacking the prices up on stuff and defunding the cops and being able to just steal my car. I'm like, oh, I need to follow the law. We all got to act like, oh, we don't know who's doing these things. 13% of the population is doing 56% of the crime. Okay, but then we want to... Where's the people that are going like, oh, look at the... Oh, do you have a source for that? Go look at the fucking FBI crime statistics before you open your mouth about racism, dude. Like, go listen to a fucking rap song, bro. It's so... I mean, if, if you want to really... If you want to really make a difference, stop buying hip-hop records. I know they sound good, but, like, don't be preaching about how you care about black lives matter and all this shit when you're these fucking like old rich white people and like the Jews at the top with <laughs> they're just sitting there collecting money off pushing this fucking poison into the black communities these little black kids listen to this music which encourages them to go kill somebody that looks like them because they live five five blocks down because they throw up some other set you know and it's so funny like in that community like everybody else I mean White people, once you're like 25, you stop caring, you know, you, you, you develop a musical taste from the time you're like 12 to 19 and that's just what you listen to. And then anything else, like it doesn't matter. It's entertainment. You know what I mean? Then when you look at like urban culture, they're so like bought into the rap music and like the culture and like pop culture, dude. And so some of you people are talking about killing and doing crimes and all that. Then you have to do that to like be a real one. It's the weirdest shit ever, dude. Was that racist? I don't know. I don't care, dude. Um, uh, what do I want to talk about, bro? I think that's pretty much all I want to talk about. Uh, please leave a rating, okay? Please leave a rating. Uh, go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go and get a copy of The Petty Principles. Buy two of them. Buy two copies and give one to a friend, bro. Um... And I think that's it, dude. Thank you guys so much. Um, I, you know, I hope it doesn't seem like I'm just phoning in these episodes, but I'm really fucking sick, dude. So um, don't hold that against me, okay? All right. Love y'all. Peace out. Deuces. First memories of Seattle hip hop. I remember the sit and spin. Listen to Rap Attack. Listen to Nasty Nasty on Rap Attack. Silver Shadow D, B Mellow. That do the math. Just hit.
in my dumb poetry experience. That's where I really started writing. Was well, rock candy. Many cyphers, many battles, many side blocks. I'm held underground parties in Langston Hughes. Now when I say 2-0, you say, nah, you know the rest, this is our scene, our music, our movement, the history lives through us, I write to the beat, and let life play the guitar strings, despite the drama, there's respect to camaraderie, every time one of my friends is mentioned in my philosophy, so write a passage, I'm not trying to be corny, I got love for sport and life, Alpha P, Maslana, Henri, every time somebody steps out on the road, they bring a little Northwest soul with them, amen. Alright then, just so you know, I try to carry that every time that I rock a show So, turn my sound up, ricochet off our mountain It's good medicine that she seldom would have been proud of Says our city, town, pride, heart, blood, sweat, tears, I five, north, south, side, vibe, live Ride down these city blocks, and never will we stop They're trying to shut down the clubs that my city rocks Now Mr. Mayor, why would you enforce an ordinance? Music could save lives, these kids out here are supporting it And through the art form, we've learned the importance of community, truth to the youth, so they know what's up. Yeah. And as a public school student, I learned from my teachers, but became through my music. Take that away, that's vital. 14 fathoms deep, do the math, tribal. My greatest teachers, be self inviter. Words there was my mayor, and things have changed. But I carry the torch, and what I do with that flame is lit every time that I step on the stage. The skyline is etched in my veins, you can never put that out. No matter how hard it rains Northwest, making you feel the vibe So check how Seattle do Come to my side I mean, I like how y'all do Think we on to Put it down for the town We're music Making you feel the vibe Check how Seattle do Come to my side Where my peeps know my crew bring the flames Put it down for the town Wearing that Seattle blue That's when you put on a show and watch the people seeping in between the creases in the doors Hitting a melody or sneaking in cause they're broke Now leaving in between sets because of needing the smoke The reason be or whatever the scene from Beacon to Everett Is a need of less ego when we kick it alright I get on stage, style, share my whole life Trying to reach them at the bar where they're drinking Miller Lite But the kids in the front, they bring out the passion Dude, make noise throughout the show and not only when we ask them to I watch the older cats shaded in the back, hands Class forgot when they weren't too cool to be a fan. Damn, hating at the concert. You don't remember Rock Candy watching Hyro her wildin' out to alcoholics. I know it's not the same, it never will be. But my 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 city's filthy. And we've been truly dope since Supreme was up on Broadway in the Dookie rope. Me mugging this a mix a lot video. Back when scene was rocking house parties on the floor. JMG sitting spinning the paradox. Back when Mark introduced Gio to Sobs. So much has changed here, so much is not I was just a kid hoping I could earn my spot Trying to get some props, meet a promoter who give me a shot To let me get up on stage and get the crowd to rock Read a page out my notebook, what I thought would be respected They would connect with it Now, looking over the city's the only thing that keeps me calm Scattered thoughts jotted down by this pen in my palm It's like my city stands still, the world looks on If I could only capture its beauty and put it in a song Northwest, making you feel the vibes. So check how Seattle do. Come to my side. I mean, I like how y'all do. Think we on to put it down for the town. We're music. Making you feel the vibes. Check how Seattle do. Come to my side. When my peeps know my crew, bring the flames. Put it down for the town. Wearing that Seattle blue. Oh my, oh my.